Welcome to The Forbes Factor, featuring celebrity TV host, million-dollar entrepreneur, and renowned health and fitness superstar, Forbes Riley, a familiar face from TV, as well as one of today's most sought-after female motivational speakers today. You'll connect with some of the top experts in health and fitness, business, and personal development, as well as some surprise celebrities, all sharing their insight, tips, and tricks to finding true happiness. Now, here's your host, Forbes Riley. Hello, 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 and welcome. It is Wednesday. If you're watching this live, it's Forbes Factor, and I'm just excited that you are here. I have some really fun news, and I've got the most special guest I've ever had before, and I cannot wait for you to meet him. He is one of a kind, uber special, amazing, and dare I say that he is the love of my life. Yeah, and I'm wearing a, a fitness shirt. I'm looking all pumped for him. I got my spin gym here. Because here's a question for you guys. As we're getting into the holiday season now, my question to you is, what level are you at with your health and fitness? I often say that you know how sick you are, but you don't know how healthy you are. I have been on this quest my whole life. For those of you who have traveled with me and known from the beginning I was overweight, I've always fought my weight. My mom, God rest her soul, was 260 pounds my entire life. And it was challenging. She had issues. She had bigger ankles. She never went to the gym. And with diabetes and smoking, I lost my mom when she was 70 years old. I just looked at a picture of her the other day when I was in college. She's about 15 years younger than I am now. And I got to tell you, she looks about 30 years older than I am now. And so I would love you just to take a moment. And during the course of this hour, you're going to hear some stories uh, about overcoming adversity, about what health and fitness and wellness means. And I invite you with all your heart to jump in with both feet and go, wow, I can't wait to learn because I want to introduce you to a very, very special person. And uh, he is a two-time Arnold champion, physique fitness model. He was a fashion model before that. And we're going to introduce you to his story, but it is such an honor to bring him on stage for the first time with me. Please hike to Joshua Sell. How you doing? Can you hear me? Hello, and thank you for having me. Uh, you're welcome. Somehow on my, <laughs> on mine, you look like you froze. Man, I'll tell you what, you look pretty buff sitting in there in your in your your muscle shirt. I also want to, we're also um, broadcasting live on Facebook at the moment. So why don't you start by telling people a little bit about who you are? Well, who who I am? I am a athlete. I am a artist. I am a technician. Um, I'm very competitive. I'm loving. I know a good thing when I see it, and that's why I got you. <laughs> and, um, so right now I'm competing for Mr. Olympia, and um, for the last two years I've been a vegetarian. And I've once I started uh, my diet for this competition, I you know I usually just cut, start cut my carbs down and have a low calorie um, diet and I just feel like crap the entire time and low energy and just very moody. And, and I'm like, I don't, I, once I start feeling that again, I'm like, I, I, I don't want that. I don't want to feel like that anymore. So I made a dramatic change and decided to do the keto diet and um, I'm loving every second of it right now. And my mood's better. My energy's better. Um, I look great. My skin is actually clear. Uh, for the first time in my life, I have, um, I'm zitless. <laughs> so, 
Okay, that's a strange. Okay, Joshua, this has been a strange. You have to remember, we're actually on a radio show, and we have to. We're not just talking over the phone, just you and I. So let me set this up. Like, I'm not not embarrassed. I'm an open book here. (laughs) I know that. You're not an open book. Then what are you? Well, there you go. That's one reason that we absolutely adore and love each other. I'm trying to figure out where we are broadcasting. I'm not seeing the feed because I know there's going to be a lot of people have a lot of questions for both of us. Um, Would you start with uh, how you got started? You know, you talk about that you've always been an athlete. Well, that's not always true because in school, you kind of start out a little goofy kid. Do you mind sharing a little bit about your real backstory? Goofy kid? What are you talking about, goofy kid? You mean Um, I had, had big ears? Yeah. That goofy. I got made fun of a lot when I was a kid because right. I had big ears and I couldn't speak um, very proper. I couldn't say my R's. I still have problems saying some words, but I wouldn't call myself goofy. I was never goofy. Oh, all right. Well, that's not fair. I didn't know you then. You're actually very competitive and quite an athlete. So then let's oh, start yeah. there. Like, like people <laughs> my age growing up would not play with me because I would I played too rough I would, and I didn't know it. So the harder, because I'm so competitive and I was so strong and athletic, I just, that's how I played and people didn't want to play with me. So I had to play with older kids and the older kids kind of beat me up a little bit, but, um, you know, it helped me in the long run, helped me, me make who I am today. Which is what we talk about, that being the sum of the obstacles you overcome is that you didn't actually have it easy. You know, sometimes people look at people who are good looking and go, oh, you must have had it easy. Now, you also had some interesting tragedy in your life, which I think helps formulate who you are and your core values. Yes? Yes, we all have. I had two fathers that died. Um, my real dad died in a, in a car accident when I was two. So I really, really didn't have a chance to meet, uh, meet him. Or, um, and then my um, stepfather came in my life when I was... I don't really remember what age, maybe six or so. And he became my father and, and he raised me. And um, then he died my freshman year in high school. In a car crash. Yeah, in a car accident. So, um, I mean, what can you do? All you can do is keep moving on. Because if you don't move on, then what's the point of living? Well, there's a lot of people who stop. There's a lot of people who take that moment and they don't define themselves to move forward but you made a very conscious decision that you were gonna and you have an older brother yes I what do. did you want to be when you were young well when i want to be a dallas cowboys football player i want to be a truck driver um but then when in, in high school and i became a in middle school i was a big michael jordan fan and i my dream was to be a basketball player i played basketball three hours every single day just that was pretty much my first love of my life was was basketball um i felt like if i was taller like if i was six eight i could have made it to the pros because my game was a banger um a rebounder i wasn't much of a shooter or a dribbler but i could bang with the best of them but i just didn't have the skills so um i moved on and and stepped into the gym but wait, wait, before that, hang on, hang on. But you did make state high jump champion. I mean, that's not, well, yeah. you can jump. There's something about you. I mean, I've watched you junk a basketball. It's insane what you can do. Yeah, my junior year in high school, I, I won state in high jump. I was always the first one out there uh, at the track and always the last one out. Um, 
and I really didn't have a coach. Um, I'm from a small little town surrounded by corn, so we didn't have a very good track coach that really taught me how to do it correctly. And I, I knew the gist of it, but not really knew exactly how to, to, to perfect the, this, the art. And um, because you do flip over the bar upside down and there's certain um, drills that, 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 that you could practice to, to make you better, which I did not know until after high school, after the fact. So I, I once, I jumped six foot eight inches my junior year in high school. Right, which what? got me uh, a scholarship to Clemson as to become a decathlete. Well, um, the other thing that you had going for you is that you, I've seen pictures of you when you were younger. So handsome, like really just a good looking kid. And at some point you decided at 17 to go be a fashion model. Tell me about that. Well, this is a hard time in my life because I had to make a decision on what to become. I could go off to Clemson and become a track star, or I could go off to Hollywood and become a fashion model. And I decided to go to Hollywood. And I um, learned the business. Um, coming, coming from a small little town, a very conservative town, when I got to, ho to Hollywood, is really a, a culture shocker. And... I just wasn't uh, mentally developed to, to make it. And I was there alone. And so I left and went and went back to college, which I, what? Well, you know, that's interesting because, you know, people always talk about a plan B. You actually created a very substantial plan B. You're an amazing 3D graphic artist. You have this other side of your brain. Forget the physical part. You know, you're really talented as an artist. Yeah, I met one a father figure, a mentor in, in Hollywood at that time. His name is Martin Ryder. And uh, what do you think? What are you thinking? Uh, um, well, you know, Mar Martin's very special to me. And, and um, he's going through a hard time. So, anyways, he's the one who got me into um, learning 3D programs and, and video and so I've always wanted to do to do that, but after I left Hollywood, I went and became I went to the um, ITT Tech and became a technician. So I worked on circuit boards when I got out of school here in St. Pete, and I realized that that's not what I, I really wanted to do. You know, the irony is that I was in Hollywood when you were there, and I've been in St. Pete just waiting for you, just so you know. <laughs> and then you went off to the Navy for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. After um, after I graduated from from school, I I joined the Navy and didn't know exactly. You know, at that time, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do either. I think I was just kind of running around. And um, Martin always called me a gypsy because I was just traveling so much from going from Ohio to LA, and and he moved to Albuquerque, and I moved with him for a little bit, and went to Cincinnati. So I didn't know exactly what to do. And so I joined the Navy and, and um, I got that experience, which was a great experience. And um, I'm glad I did it. And um, so once I got out, I decided to go into production or went back to school. I went and got my, um, my bachelor's in visual effects, motion graphics, which I studied video production and I became a 3D artist, which 
was my um, one of my goals in the that I wanted to do when I was younger. So, because you, you, the thing you know, the thing about you, you like to draw. Like you were really good at it. When I was a kid, I liked to draw. If you put anything in front of me, I could draw it. But if you told me to, to draw a dragon out of my out of my mind, I couldn't do it. Right. And that's the that's the thing about three D is that I could take an object and just create it in 3D and make make it look just like it. And then I can animate it and color it and, and do all that. So I developed my skills drawing as a kid that helped me become a 3D artist. So, so somewhere along the line, you've got these range of skills and you just, I have a before and after picture I'm trying to find of you when you first started, the first time you said, I'm gonna decide to build my body. Where, where did that come from? Because I look at a picture of you, you look like any typical kid when I look at your old before and afters. It's like, oh, all right. And then you just decided to build this thing. How'd well, that after, let's see, when I moved to Vegas, I became a Chippendale. And I was never a dancer. <laughs> so you just, you can't cry. You can't just gloss over that. You go from all of these things, I'm in the Navy, I'm doing this, I'm like, and then you just become a Chippendale. How does that happen? Um, <laughs> well, you know, I was a fashion model, so I knew I had the looks and, and I had, I had the body, you know, I was 175 pounds and I was lean and I went back to, I started getting in the gym and, and um, I was looking good. And I was like, you know, I, I, I built the confidence up that I think I could become a Chippendale dancer. And at the time, my girl, she said, no, you couldn't, you can't, you can't even dance. And, and I can't dance. I mean, I was an <laughs> athlete. I can't dance. So um, I went and auditioned. They said I needed dancing lessons. So uh, for a month, I took dancing lessons. I took jazz. I took ballet. I took hip hop. I would so love to see you. Did you like have? The, did you do ballet tights the whole nine yards? Ballet, yeah, right. Ballet was the hardest. It was um, the um, hip hop was really quick, and you had to really be think on your your think very fast to get the steps, which was very hard for me. But, you know, I, I did it for a month and I went back and auditioned and they hired me as a lead dancer. Wow. How'd that feel? It felt great because I, I shut up the naysayers, which is always a great feeling. Yeah, well, I appreciate that. Um, what, what was always your big dream, do you think? What did you want to be? My big, my big dream? Yeah. Well, being a, a fashion model was probably the biggest dream I had. Well, besides being a basketball player, basketball yeah. and then a fashion model. And then, um, you know, I kind of, and then my 3d artist and, and, um, so then never, you start, let, let's just shift. Cause we got three minutes for our first break. You shifted this whole thing and you decided I, I do have this body. I am going to be a professional athlete. I'm going to be a, 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 a fitness competitor because I have some massive fun photos of you competing. I mean, you have, you did, you made quite a, an impression on the world when you said, I'm going to do this. Because you went full out, and I'm going to well, show. Good. After I I spent a, a year trying to find a job after college, after I graduated, and found out that all most 3D work is done in different states or different countries, and so I decided to go back in the gym on New Year's of 2013. I was there at New Year's by myself in the gym, and I just started working out and. 
Um, about a month later, some guy, I was sitting in the gym, some guy came up and asked me if I competed, and I'm like, competed in what? So like, I like bodybuilding shows. Like, I, I kind of laughed at him, and he showed me a picture of him, and and then um, he told me about um, about men's physique. And right. Can you I, can you show, can you take a look at the picture on the screen right now? Can you see that? Yeah, I see it. That's All right, because we're going to go off to a quick commercial break in just a minute. And I'm going to show you a little bit more about how Josh has got a huge competition coming up, but how he almost didn't survive last year. What is what's happening in this photo? What competition are you in here? That was the Arnold Classic. I'm the very first um, fitness model that ever won. Sport model. It's a pretty good looking picture. Um, I would love to also take uh, questions from my Facebook audience. How do you get a body to look like that? Food, nutrition, health, and fitness, and the mentality. Uh, we're we're going to take our first quick break here. My very special guest, the one and only Joshua Self. Next week, guys, October 6, 2021 is a big, big day for him. And when we come back from this break, we'll find out why and what it took from literally being hit on a motorcycle by a car to being this champion once again. Don't go away. You're listening to The Forbes Factor. I'm Forbes Riley. We'll be right back after this message. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If you hate going to the gym but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on The Voice of America Variety Channel. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. To call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Here's Forbes Riley and Mr. Joshua Self. So I'm going to fast forward. We're going to talk about health and fitness and all that stuff in a second. But you and I met. Everyone asks me all the time, how did we meet? Yeah. Yeah. Come on. How did we meet? I'm, I'm, you tell me. 
Let me what do you want me to tell the story? Well, I don't know. I have a thought, but you tell me. Well, I was, I believe I was sitting at home one night and I get this phone call from my photographers like, hey, I need you to come to, I think it was like Paris um, Hotel to do a, a video shoot w- with this lady. And I'm like, okay. And so um, I didn't know exactly what to expect. And I showed up with, uh, as I got to the door, this little little small little girl was there too and so we knocked this girl yeah you guys knocked on the door together and i thought you guys were a couple yeah and then um i don't i don't remember who opened the door answered the door but um there you were and and we did your little spin gym but my little spin gym so for those of you on watching a video audience i'm holding a spin gym right now when you first saw this and it is little and it is kind of what did you think of this because you showed up you were you just finished a competition you were big and buff and i'm like huh what did you think yeah, of it when I, you just first done, I just got done competing in a national show in pittsburgh so i was weighing about 230 at that time maybe but the thing about me is that i study i i'm pretty much a master in biomechanics so I'm very particular in what exercises I do and don't do. I know the flaws and and what's good and what's bad. And so when she has this little product, I'm like, I'm thinking, well, my main goal is to build muscle, and um, and I was brought here to do this because that's this is not <laughs> my you know what I care about. But right. it, it was challenging, and you know I played along and. And I remember he turned and said, now look at the camera and, and tell me what you think. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't use it. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. I left going, oh, really? I don't think I like this guy very much. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and I'm like, you know, I got to tell the truth. But the funny thing is I do use it. I use it every single day when I go to the gym because I, it's, it is the best piece of equipment that you can have to warm up with. Because what do you do? Besides to warm up, you know, you do a little stretch here. That's but the spin gym, it really gets your blood flowing and gets your your muscles pumping and not just arms, it's your entire upper body. So it's the very first thing I do in the gym, sit down and I do my spin gym. Which is kind of ironic. So I found the picture I was looking for. How old are you on the left side here? And I'll tell talk to your audience on the radio. Well, I spent Three years behind a computer in that picture. So you so, are you look pretty skinny. You don't have a whole lot of muscle. 34 years old. Okay. And I look from this to the fitness. I mean, you literally look like a fitness sculpture. You look like what men are supposed to look like. Yeah. Um, what is the program that you use to get you from there to there? Um, what program? Yeah, what is it that you do that other people don't know? You have a whole system about building muscle that no one's yeah. I've never seen before. You know, our, our body is a machine. Each muscle has a primary function. It works a, a proper way. And knowing those things allow you to figure out the correct exercises. And, I mean, a lot of – I'll give, it, give you an example – um, how often do you put your hands over your head during a day? Like you this. don't. You don't. But yet you go to the gym and you want to do this exercise. People want to. It's like a, a image that is branded in our heads when you think of people lifting weights is push, pushing weights over your head. 
Well, every time you do this motion, you, you will develop a shoulder injury in time. So it's not a good exercise. It will build the muscle, but at cost of, of injury. So there's a better exercise that will build the muscle faster and also help keep you pain-free for life. So, And you actually do this. You you know, I have a, I have a video here. I don't know where I, I can't really show it on my radio, but people on Facebook can watch it. You've actually dissected every muscle in the body and did it really well. I'm going to play just a little bit of this so people can see watching this. And if you want to know more, you go to www.joshua. Is it Joshua Self Fitness? JoshuaFitness.com. JoshuaFitness.com. And you'll see how that's he not, has. That's not the right video. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay. Then I won't show that one. But how he has dissected each muscle. And what you've done is insane because you can build muscle faster than I've seen anybody do it. In fact, you proved it. You build muscle. You built your entire body back this last year. Am I correct? Yes, I got in a motorcycle accident on January 2nd of 2020, right before COVID. I was on my way to the gym or actually to the movies by myself. Forbes was out of town, so I was going to go to the movies, sitting at a light, uh, light turns green. I go, I see two headlights coming at me, and I said to myself, I'm going to get in an accident. Two hours later, I woke up in the emergency room. I had four broken ribs and broke my shattered my ankle bone. So I and at that time I was getting ready to compete at the Arnold again. Um, I sat in in bed for in, in the wheelchair for six months. I lost 15 pounds of muscle, and like I said, COVID happened, so all the gyms closed down at that time. But on June 1st, our gym opened up, and you, you can see that little crutch I have standing there. I put my knee in it and so I can walk with a post and I got my ass to the gym and, and I never stopped. And so I live with you and um, I'll go back to January 2nd, 2020. I was out of town and I got that horrible phone call from a nurse in a hospital saying, you need to get here now. Um, there's been an accident and you never want to hear that. And I remember like my heart just stopped. It was a two hour drive home and seeing you lie there and it was just, not good but you were at least you were not paralyzed you were not dead those two things were very very important but it was gonna we did not know how long a journey it was going to be and i do remember saying to you oh baby what was the last thing you thought of did you like you see me and you're like now nah, i saw headlights and that was it <laughs> but dang Sorry. um but six months thing. later hmm? i know i'm so bummed but six you know, you, I, I, I watched you six months in a wheelchair every night being in pain after surgery was a horrible. And I remember that moment you made me take that photo that we just saw of you looking very skinny. And you said, what were you going to do on October 6, 2021? I don't compete at Mr. Olympia. And I remember looking at you thinking, first of all, why? You know, it's not like you're 25 years old or have anything to prove. Why are you doing this? Because that's what I love to do. That's what I love to do. I love working out and I'm a competitor and I remember looking at myself in the mirror and I felt ashamed and that's not me. And I, I had to redeem myself and pick myself back up and not quit. So and that's one thing I'm not, I'm not a quitter. So, and, and because of all my knowledge I have, I knew I could do it. 
I know how to do this. I just got to go in and do it. So to me, it wasn't really that hard. Now it's hard to, to walk and it's hard to go to the bathroom and stand up and walk. But once I got my shoes on, I'm in the gym. I know exactly what the hell I'm doing. So, but we, here's what's crazy, Joshua. I see people in the gym. We all do. That's every year, day in and out. They go to the gym. They're there. They don't look any different at all. You went in looking really skinny and scrawny, having lost all your muscle, and a year later, you were going to get Mr. Olympia next week. That's how powerfully you built yourself. What's the difference between what everyone else is doing and what you're doing? Well, education. They don't know. They don't know how to, what exercises to do, what the most efficient exercises to do. It's Usually it's because of the exercise they do, the, the amount of sets and reps they do, the nutrition, um, and sleep, of course. Um, I, I'm going to blow people's minds. If you've ever been to the gym, because Joshua, before I met you, I'd never heard any of the things that you do. And then I got a front row seat to watch you actually do it on your own body. You go to the gym. They all say you do three sets, eight to 12 reps. You're done. What do you think? Well, you need more more reps. You need more sets. I mean, I do about nine to thirteen sets. I start off doing forty reps, and I work my way I, all the way down to four reps. So I increase the resistance as I decrease the rep count. So I'm getting bigger and stronger as I um, work out. And you work out one muscle pretty much at a time, and you but, use a thing called a strength curve and a resistance curve. What is that? So strength curve means that our muscles are strongest when they're elongated and weakest when they're contracted. So that means that you want the heaviest resistance at the beginning of the motion and least at the end. So I'll give you an example. Everybody, everybody does a dumbbell side raise. Well, when you're working with a dumbbell or any type of free weight, which way is the resistance going? The resistance is going straight down. That's the only only way it knows. That's why it's called a dumbbell. So when I'm hold, when you're holding a dumbbell, the muscle that's totally opposite, if the weight's at six o'clock at twelve o'clock, is the upper trap that's being activated. But I'm trying to work my side dough. So there's zero resistance on my side dough. So that's the um, strength curve. So in order to get the correct resistance curve, you have to change your body composition. So if I laid on my side, now the resistance is going perpendicular to my arm, which puts the heaviest resistance at the beginning of the motion and the least at the, at the end. Now that's and this, how wait, and this is why you created a course about this. Let me, let me just share with everybody what you don't do, because if you're going to get technical on this, guys, the best way to do that is to, is to literally go, first of all, go to his, his Instagram and Facebook page to see a little sneak peek, but to get your program, because it's amazing. Here's what you don't do. Is it okay if I say that? You don't do push-ups, do you? No. You don't do push uh, You don't do pull-downs? No. You don't do heavy squats? No. You don't do dips? No. That's the worst exercise you can do. All right. I just want you guys to go what he doesn't do when he looks that way. So the only way to do this is to check out the program. Lisa Patrick asks, uh, will women get big doing your program? Will they get big? Yeah. Well, of course. It's, it's, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a man or woman. We all have the same um, bone structures with which those bones operate the same muscles. So but, we can um, build our muscle. We can get lean, but we're not going to get bulky like you. It depends upon how what your goal is. If you want to get the bigger, to get big and strong, you need to do as many reps as you can with heavier weight. So you really have to push yourself. And a woman can get 
big and strong if she puts uh, pushes herself. Trust me on this one. I got to tell you, he makes lean, sexy muscles for girls. Unless you are taking something as a woman, you are never going to get bulky. I've never seen a woman do that naturally. Really? So it's, it's more about doing maximizing your time in the gym to get the results you want and also help keep you pain-free for life. Like I said, dips is the worst exercise you can possibly do. Right. Dip is supposed to work your tricep which it really is not. It's all, it's all front doubt and pecs. And you're just going to, you got all that weight coming down on your shoulders. I, I don't want to spend too much time doing weights because I've got more of the things I got. I'm going to run out of time. It's going so quickly because the other thing that I do is I get to eat with you all the time and food is so, so important. But before we get to all the technical stuff, um, I'm not quite sure how much more time I have before my next break. I have to make sure I'm, I'm on target here. Uh, when do I take my next break? Or have I just talked all the way through it? My producer? Um, I want to talk about something that we don't ever really talk about publicly. What does it mean to be in love? Um, it's the best feeling in life. I, I think that a lot of people just settle for their um, partner. And I've, I was in the same boat. And after my previous relationship, I told myself that my next girl is going to be my best best friend i knew what i wanted i wanted somebody smart funny ambitious um i didn't say anything about age or hair color <laughs> you know but i wanted but she had to be my best friend and if you can find if you know what you want you will eventually find her or him and having somebody in your life like that makes the entire your entire life worthwhile i feel like i have a worth my worth is to make you happy to love you and you do it's uh it's been the most amazing love story that i have ever heard uh there is a little bit of an age difference you're just about three months older than me no i'm a little bit older than you um, but it wasn't love at first. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't act any older than you, do I? No, you don't. So I appreciate that. Um, I remember a moment when, because it wasn't necessarily love at first sight. You kind of wooed me over the internet. We talked for three months on the internet, didn't we? We did. And then you came out to California. I remember that wasn't actually the easiest thing because you rode your motorcycle for four hours. Well, when I first met you in that hotel room, you know, I knew something was special about you because you were just a ball of sunshine. You're positive. You're just a ball of light. And that, that's what attracted me to you at, at the beginning. And that's what made me want to reach out and, and find out more about you. So when you invited me to LA, I'm like, okay. So I jumped on my motorcycle and drove four hours. And so my ladies out there, I have a very different vision of this. I was none, I was nervous that this guy was driving four hours on a motorcycle through the rain. And when you arrived at my house, I remember you were in black pants and you took your helmet off with this face that you have. And I thought the world just went tick, 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 tick. I'm like, is there a reality camera here? Is somebody watching this? And you came over to me, I was sitting outside, and I know we've told the story, but we've never told it together 
in front of the world, um, you sat down next to me, and what did you say? I believe I said somebody or the universe, either God or the universe brought me here for you. Yeah, you said, some, like you said something. He said, I don't know if I'm incredibly religious, but something told me that you need me. That's, that's God calling right now, going, uh, just checking in, making sure everything's good. <laughs> but you said that, that you need me, and it's been almost five years. How's it going? You still need me. <laughs> and I need you more than anything. If you were to describe our relationship to somebody, what would you say? It's, it's, it's beautiful. Life, life is beautiful when you have... Um, you found if you when you find your true love. You know, you said something to me that I'm never going to forget the other day. Uh, one, you've asked me to marry you, which I think is the sweetest, most amazing thing in the world, and thank you. But you said it's something you're never going to have to worry about anymore. What Step does that somebody. mean? That means that I'm always going to be there for you. I'm always going to love you, and one less thing to worry about. Yeah, it's crazy. We actually have to take a break for a commercial break. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about this beautiful love story because I'm grateful to however it worked and wherever we get to be a, an, an example to somebody because I wanted someone like you for my whole life. You are it. You are absolutely wonderful. Uh, but we'll go back to uh, my commercials and uh, stay tuned. There's more Forbes Factor when we come back. Okay. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you hate going to the gym, but want to shed that extra weight, finally get a flat stomach and tight toned arms, we have the most unique solution. And get this, it's fun and takes less than five minutes, two times a day. Developed by Fitness Hall of Fame inductee and TV health expert, Forbes Riley. The Spin Gym is the most compact, low-impact, resistance exercise ever developed. This simple handheld device provides the most unique fat-burning, metabolic-boosting workout suitable for all fitness levels. You've seen it on TV and in print with more than 2 million sold. What are you waiting for? Get your Forbes Riley Spin Gym at buyspingym.com. Order now and discover how easy and fun it can be to get in the very best shape of your life in just five minutes. Guaranteed. There's never been another product like the Forbes Riley Spin Gym. So try it risk-free for 30 days. Visit buyspingym.com today. Do you feel you have a bigger life's purpose than you're currently living? Of course you do. Activate your passion as you tune in to Sovereign Self with host Zofia Renea Morales. Become the conscious creator of your own life. Connect with your most powerful and purposeful self in order to make big things happen for you now. Zofia and her guests are doing this every day and are sharing how you can step into this power too. Listen to Sovereign Self every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to The Forbes Factor. 
to call in with a question or comment, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Forbes at ForbesRiley.com. Now back to the show. Here's Forbes Riley. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, this has got to be one of my all-time favorite episodes. I am here with Mr. Joshua Self. Uh, a beautiful man that I met about five years ago, fell madly in love with, I'm still madly in love with him. And he's my hero, my champion, my best friend, and so much more. And it's kind of funny looking at him on a, on a video Zoom screen. Uh, January 2020, last year, he was on a motorcycle hit by a car and spent six months in a wheelchair. I watched him wake up and say, I'm going to be Mr. Olympia on October 6th, which is next Wednesday, if you're listening to this live. We're a week out from the competition, Joshua, what are you thinking? What am I thinking? Well, I'm thinking um, where I want I need to be, and I just need to keep going and and do the best I can and enjoy every second of it. For most of us mere mortals, we wake up and go, "Eh, if I go like going to the gym, that's not you. How do you do that? Uh, well. I, I like the gym for one thing, but I am getting tired of the gym because I feel like I, you know, I, I, I got a competition coming up and I have to go. And, and it seems like when you have to do something, that's when you don't want to do it the most. So you just got to uh, remember your goals and remember um, the people who are supporting you and that it's not just about you. You know, you're if um, my wife, I want to make my wife proud of me and, and because uh, she put a lot, sacrificed a lot for me to do this. And um, so it's not always about you. And you got to remember that. See that little wife thing? It's not legal yet, but I cannot wait because I want all my family and friends to come and celebrate and dance for a week and a half. Um, what is, uh, wow, let's talk about food real quick. Because this is the other component for all of you listening that you really have to hear from this champion. You have a very unique concept. Before I met you, diet was a horrible thing. For you, diet is what you're eating at the moment. For a while, I've done all the research, we're vegetarians, very strict, and firmly still believe in the concept of vegetarianism. Uh, but then you switched because you wanted to burn fat in different ways, so jumped onto keto and go, wow, what do you do for food? What's your recommendation? Well, I believe when I met you, I was on the American Standard Diet, which is sad. And <laughs> yeah, okay, wait, that's actually a good point. Because I've always been in health and nutrition. Because I know, I don't have as big a muscles as you, but I am in the National Fitness Hall of Fame. And I've been doing fitness on television my entire life. So I had the theories. When I met you, you were a sausage-eating, hamburger, hot dog kind of guy. Yes? Yeah. Come on. Yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't, which is horrible for you. And then, um, I ran across the doctor and, and he pretty much said that, um, eating meat is bad for you. And then, um, I became a vegetarian for what, three years or so. And, um, so this, this past competition, I've, you know, I've been eating nothing but mostly carbs, um, at the beginning of the year. And I started when you, get ready for a competition, you have to lower your calories and, and your, your food intake. And you just start feeling very down and low energy, moody. It just, and I'm always grumpy. It just, and I'm like, there has to be a better way. And so I jumped on YouTube and I started looking at 
and watching videos. So it's all, I start educating myself through um, people, influencers, and I jumped on the keto um, wagon. And I'm telling you, I've, I've learned so much um, from doing my own research and it just keeps me going. So you have to just keep on educating yourself, even if you're, um, especially about food, because with when it comes to nutrition, it seems like every doctor has a, a different um, method or a different thought. You know, some, some say meat's bad, others do not, and, and so forth. So um, who do you believe? And that's the hard thing when it comes to nutrition, because there isn't a straightforward answer. So I jumped on the keto diet. I've um, lost um, 12 pounds. I feel great. I don't feel moody. I, I'm back to eating, you know, bacon and eggs and beef. And Yeah, and- but we have, we have to, we have a caveat to there. Not all meat is the same. And I really, oh, really want, yes. because we spent a lot of time talking about the problem with hormones, the way animals are raised, and I'm not fighting whether a vegetarian is good or bad, but if you choose to eat meat, what do you need to look for? You have to eat organic. You have to eat um, like chickens. I don't eat, usually don't eat much chicken, but you have to make sure that they're pastured raised. Beef has to be fed raised and fed finished. So um, it's, it's all about quality. You know, you don't want to just eat any old meat because then you get the hormones and, and all the other stuff. And, and when it comes to like nuts, then you got to deal with spect, um, pect, spect- <laughs> Pest, pesticides. <laughs> so there's, you just need to eat quality foods. And um, there are certain things, certain ways that you need to cook some foods and, and, and timing. And, and so there's a lot into it. So you really just have to get educated and that's what I've, I've done on this diet. And, you know, I feel great and I love it. We, we also eat, know. but you also eat, you cook a lot of vegetables. You're a great <laughs> vegetable cooker. I am? Yeah, I mean, okay. between Brussels sprouts and green beans and asparagus and cauliflower. I mean, that's, this is that's one of the, the things about keto. With the keto diet, you're, you can cook with, you cook with, with butter. Yeah. I butter. So it makes cooking so much more fun and easy. I don't because I usually just steamed all my vegetables and well, okay, well, if you steam your your spinach, then there's enzymes on those leaves that can you can't really digest. So you have to cook it. That's an example of, of, of knowing what to do. So and then it comes to, down to vitamins and minerals. If you don't have those vitamins and minerals in your body, then your body can't really soak in the nutrition. I mean, we're supposed to have forty seven hundred to six thousand milligrams of potassium a day. That's like eating, what, 12 avocados. Yeah, not doing that. You can't do it. So you got to know how to do it. And, and I've learned. So we're coming towards the end of the hour. I just want to wrap up some thoughts. Um, your overall thought for people who may be just joining us on the gym itself and how most people approach exercise. What do you think? Well, number one, your health should be number one. So that means you need to have a good, solid, healthy nutrition plan, and you need to exercise. And you got to take your, your vitamins and minerals. Those are the key things. And you can't be cheap on your vitamins and minerals. And, and I know because I, I felt the same. It, they're rather expensive, but 
It helps you from getting sick. It boosts your immune system. All this stuff builds your immune system. So in case you do get sick, you do catch a virus, then your body can fight it off. And if you don't do those things, exercise, nutrition, and, and vitamins, then, you know, you're putting your, your life at risk. And that is so very true. What do you drink? I drink electrolytes, which has potassium, that has sodium, which has magnesium in it. So I'm constantly putting um, electrolytes in my body because if you don't have those things, your muscles can't grow and um, it keeps your nutrition up. Okay. Um, you, just, you just bought a bike. Talk to me about that. So one of the best ways to lose weight that I've learned through my research is walking on an incline at a steady pace, just walking. It's healthier on your knees um, than running. And, but I can't do that. I can't walk. I can barely Cause walk. Because your ankle is still an issue. After yeah, because I, I, I can barely bend my, my foot because of my accident. So, so I, but, but, but that's a real important thing to say. You're in pain a lot of the time, but you do it anyway. So what do you say for people who are suffering in pain? Should find they still? Another, find another way. I went out and I invested in a, in a bicycle, a nice bike that I was pr- I'm proud of, that's fun to ride. And it keeps me, and I, and I want to, now I ride a bike to get my cardio and I enjoy it. I'm pretty much a cyclist now. I woke up this morning and took a bike ride. I, take a <laughs> I wake up, I'll wake up in the middle of the night and I can't sleep. And I'm like, I'm going to go ride my bike. You know, I bought a light on my bike. I can ride my bike anywhere now. So I found something that I enjoy that helps, that helps me with my goals. And you always want to be productive. And this is a great, it's, I'm, I'm very proud that I invested in this bike. And I know she, Forbes was, she was very iffy about it. And um, I'm like, this is what I want. That's and right. it became a part of my life. Now, speaking about part of your life, because we're going to wrap up everything here, you also do something else I did not realize. I own a television studio before I met you. You happen to be an amazing camera guy and an editor. And who knew that? Where did that all come from? This came from my schooling. I went to the Art Institute for Visual Effects Motion Graphics. Uh, my One of my instructors turned me on to a production guy. He hired me. I started working as a grip and a PA and, and a gaffer and a camera operator. I, I developed these skills. And then when I met you, you're like, yeah, I got a TV studio. I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's like, it, it just felt like we were meant to be in that's how I feel. We, we, we're, we're meant to be. We're soulmates, and I absolutely love you. I absolutely love you, too. We make a pretty good team, don't we? We do. And we don't fight. That's the funny thing. It's like if we, you know, we're, we're grumpy here and there, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to turn around and kiss you because it, I understand. Well, I will say to all of my audience and everybody listening that I spent my whole life looking for Prince Charming. I watched one too many Disney movies. And when I put a list of all the things that I wanted, I didn't know that a man existed like you that could love so much, have such a big heart. You have taught me so much about life. And I am forever, ever grateful to Doc, who just passed away, who introduced us. I'm grateful to your parents who raised you, your mom especially, for just, you're one of the sweetest, most amazing men I've, I've ever met. Well, thank you, baby. You, you... You are 
unlike anybody I've met because you, the way you are, the way you touch people, the way you help people and people just feel it. And you deserve somebody who loves you. And I'm proud to be your man. I'm, I just, I love you with my whole heart. I will tell you guys listening that being in love at this level is the best thing in the entire world. If it all else goes, I just want you. And I, I just, I think that people you should. You got me. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> all right, on that note, um, we've got a week. Um, are you excited about the company? Yeah, except for my shorts. They, they deliver <laughs> my shorts to a, a, an address in Atlanta, Georgia, but yet they had my address on the, on the thing. How did that happen? I don't know. Hey, also, let's before we have uh, one minute to go, what one thought would you like to leave everybody watching this program? One thought? Yeah. That me and you are both there for them if they need us. Mentally and physically. I'm looking forward to the rest of my life with you, baby. I love you. I love you, babe. And, uh, and that's probably the most emotional, beautiful Forbes factor that you will ever hear. You guys can find us on Pandora, on Stitcher, on iTunes. It plays here on YouTube. And of course, my little favorite radio station down in Arizona, Voice America. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, wish us luck next week. And I will see you again right here on the Forbes Factor. Thank you for making the Forbes Factor an important part of your week. Be sure to join Forbes Riley again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. We'll see you again soon.